All right, what is good, y'all? Welcome back. Like Moro Ranolo said last night, the coronation is complete. Canelo Alvarez is undisputed, first undisputed super middleweight champion in boxing history. I got Julian here. What's up? What's going on, my guy? Uh, you know, we're we're champions just like Canelo. So hell yeah, um, bro. Kind of kind of feels like you know we're 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 on the same uh, level with Canelo. So good to say. <laughs> Yeah, it's, you know, boxing is always interesting with that and how basically a whole country's behind him. And I mean, was there ever any doubt? Honestly, I I know you, you bet against them last fight, but I mean, did you bet against him this fight? I hope you didn't. Nah, dude, he, this guy, I mean, plan, I know he was undefeated. Um, the dude was, you know, an accomplished fighter. But I mean, at the end of the day, I learned my lesson from the previous fight. Never bet <laughs> against Canelo, really. So uh, I learned my lesson. Yeah, I mean, I, I was, I was the only thing I took away from that fight is I, I honestly don't think this is gonna be the last time we see Caleb Plant in a meaningful fight. He actually had a game plan. It's just you know, he, taking those body shots and you know he had to worry about Canelo coming in every single time. I can see why you know he couldn't really box the way he wanted to, but I don't know. I, I honestly was very impressed with his performance. I know he didn't really he got smoked. I mean, let's not. Let's not kid ourselves, but I don't know. I, I just a gut feeling. I feel like we're gonna see him again somewhere down the road fighting for a belt, but it'll be a while because I don't think Kyle's gonna give up those belts anytime soon. Yeah, I mean the thing about Canelo really just kind of wanted to give you my two cents of the whole boxing is that really any Canelo fight that I've seen, the the, the dude really is an all-around fighter. Like, he wasn't yeah. just go for the headshots. The dude goes for the body shots. And that's a very smart fighter in him is that, like, he knows, he understands that, like, any legal part that he can hit, he's going to attack and kind of break that fighter down um, any way he can. And that's really what he did with Caleb, really, was just, you know, attack the body, um, get this guy kind of wheezed out. And, you know, he had to worry about those body shots, like you said, and, all in all, you know, that's what kind of led him to get the, the knockdown that he did in the 11th round. Yeah, and you can tell um, Canelo was getting frustrated. Like, he couldn't get in the inside like he wanted to, you know, like he's used to getting. I feel like Plant, you know, he he kind of had, like, the Mayweather game plan. You know, hit, roll, hit, roll, you know, dodge, run around a bit. But he just didn't double up on his punches like he should have. I, I, I feel like he... You could tell Canelo was getting frustrated, but you can always tell Caleb Plant was just trying to survive. He didn't want to get knocked out. And in the end, that was his downfall because once once he let Canelo smell the blood in the water, I mean, that was it, bro. Like, that that left hook, that was nasty. Got that right uppercut, and that was it. That boy ran to his corner. He thought the round was over. I was like, oh, yeah, it's over. He's about to knock his ass out. So um, I don't know how you felt, but yeah, this is just it. I, I don't see him losing anytime soon. I know you asked me earlier in Twitter, the the best challenger. I mean, honestly, it's father time. It, it's just whenever he wants to call it quits at this point, because nobody's really going to touch him at this point of his career. Yeah, I mean, just touching base real quick, kind of going over what you said as well. Um, it's funny. I said those exact same words last night when the fight was happening. Uh, when he knocked him down, um, I told the guys I was with, I was like, hey, look, like, this is Canelo smells blood now. Like, he's been waiting the whole fight for that moment yeah. um, to really just kind of wobble the wobble him. And the minute he did, I knew this fight was going to end it's real over. quick, real soon, because he smelled the blood and he was just not going to stop punching the dude because he knew that guy was kind of half half out of it now. So, <laughs> I mean, 
the dude, a poor guy. I mean, really, any fighter that comes to comes to town to, to fight Canelo, um, they're they're bound to just either get knocked down or really lose the fight. They have to do some miraculous stuff to really just beat Canelo. And um, I don't know. I feel bad for Plant though because it was his hometown of Vegas, and you know it was pretty much eighty percent Canelo fans out there. Well, um, so. he's from Tennessee, so I mean. Yeah. That's whatever. I know he yeah, lives he's, over he's there. He's fighting but... out of Vegas. I know yeah. that because I did see the, you know, he his camp was coming from from Vegas. So, like, yeah. the fact that, like, you know, you're you're fighting out of here, you would think you would have more fans and stuff. No but I guess, <laughs> I guess, you know, it's just all Canelo, really. And there was yeah. really no doubt from the very beginning that he was going to win this fight. Yeah, I mean, usually Canelo fights, they always start out slow. He's trying to figure out the opponent. I thought he wasn't going to last past seven. I mean... I've I've seen his other fights. They they were not impressive. I mean, the level of competition was not anywhere close to where Canelo is in his career right now. And you know, I I thought it was gonna be worse. He actually he actually impressed me a little bit. Like I said, I give props to Plant for you know getting to where he went almost almost with the distance. So you know, you gotta give him props for that. But I mean. Canelo, I don't know. I don't know who you got him fighting next, but I, at this point, I know he's gonna take probably half a year off. We'll probably see him maybe around Cinco de Mayo. But I see. I, I so honestly, you're saying his next fight, whoever he fights, is gonna be in May. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think he fights anytime soon. He even said after the fight, "I, I need my rest." So, um, I, I, I honestly think if I were to really think about it, if it's not Benavidez. If it's not light heavyweight, it's going to be a triple G trilogy. It, it's going to happen. Mainstream boxing wants it to happen. I know DAZN and Eddie Hearn want it to happen. They they have triple G under their wing. Eddie Hearn and Canelo are cool. He was with DAZN for a little bit before he went to Showtime for the plant fight. So I honestly think it, if he doesn't want to stay at Showtime, it's going to be triple G at this point. And he's going to... He, let me tell you something right now, people. Canelo's going to watch triple G. Triple G... Since the last time they fought, hasn't fought nobody. He's old. He's not the same fighter he used to be. He's going to fight in December. And it, it's not going to look like any of those other two fights. Canelo's going to wash the floor with a Triple G. And I feel like he's going to knock him out this time. I mean, really, um, I was actually looking at it this morning. Who's the best challenger to Canelo? Not or like the most money, but just really who, who challenged Canelo. And uh, I mean, Triple G, like you said, he's the one, the main attraction, the main draw. You know, people would love to see the trilogy happen. Um, yeah. But to be quite honest with you, I don't think I think Triple G's just gotten up there in age, um, and and really, I don't I don't know. I don't see him really being the biggest guy that can that can take him down. There's um, no. I know there's other opponents out there. I don't know if you have other others in mind that you think well, um, can other than the few that you. Well, no, I mean i I mentioned uh, David Benavidez. He was the former WBC uh, champion. And he got stripped. I, I think he tested positive for a drug and they stripped him. So I could see that fight happening. Again, I don't think he has, he's not close to Canelo. He, he'll pressure him a lot more. I feel like uh, Canelo will get a lot more frustrated, but the pressure always leads you vulnerable. And Canelo always takes advantage of that. And I feel like that fight could be the same 10, 11 rounds, but. No, honestly, I don't see an an opponent challenging him. I mean, he's if he goes up to light heavyweight, he's gonna clean that division out. I mean, he's gonna fight Bevel, Dimitri Bevel, nowhere close to the again the amount of skill and competition he's had is not close. 
Zerto Ramirez. I, I I just see him cleaning that shit out, and he's probably gonna be two time undisputed. I don't know. I think that would be the first ever. I I don't see it happening. I I don't see anybody at this point of his career touching him. It's just I can't see anybody right now. And he said he's not going down. So forget Charlo, forget Andre, forget all those guys at 160, 154. He's gonna stay at 168 or go up to 175. So. I, I don't see nobody challenging him in these two divisions. And like I said, Triple G is the fan fight. But yeah, like isn't he's not the same as he once was, and he's gonna he's gonna destroy him, bro. Like no no lie. Like Triple G's not the same guy he was the two fights he had with Canelo, which was three, four years ago. So yeah, it's it's that's the only fight that everybody wants to see, that trilogy. Yeah, I mean really um <laughs> Not on Twitter. I mean, really, Canelo. Anytime Canelo fights, it's like a Mexican, you know, holiday or Mexican get together. People really just come together that weekend. Uh, really, just wanted to see greatness. Uh, we, you know, we really are watching one of the greatest fighters um, just go down to the ring every time. And the thing that I respect about Canelo, um, you know, comparing him to like the Mayweather's, you know, and all the other fighters uh, in in the boxing history, is Canelo really just he always knocks down his opponents. Really, one hundred percent. Like. I don't know what it is, uh, but the dude always comes out ready to fight. Obviously, like you said, he feels them out to begin with, you know, kind of, you know, you know, feel their feathers and here and there. But at the end of the day, I don't know. I don't know when was the last time we've seen Canelo win by decision, really. Although the fights that I've seen lately have been all knockouts and knockdowns. Last December, uh, he went the distance with Colm Smith. I mean, you're right. Like, yeah, he hasn't really gone to decision a lot. And the, I mean, the last two, the last three times, Colin Smith last year in December and then the two Triple G fights. So, yeah, it hasn't really happened. I mean, he knocked out Serge, Sergei Kovalev, who's a light heavyweight in the 11th round. So it's like, bro, like, I, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. It's just he comes to fight. He's coming for for blood. He's not coming for no decision. I mean, clearly the judge, I think I, I can't remember her name, Patricia something. 96 94 i don't know what fucking fight she was watching no way she fucking gave plant four rounds like no fucking way i can i couldn't believe that scorecard and i feel like that's why he comes to the fight like that you know he's like man fuck the judges y'all ain't gonna decide if i win i'll let y'all know who's gonna win and that's gonna be me so yeah bro it's a get together it's a holiday you know there was a tweet 80 percent of Mexican households last night, most likely was the Canelo fight. So yeah, man, it's just it's yeah. Gonna... I think it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious because like you know any Snapchat or Instagram story or Twitter really, um, any video that I run into relating to Canelo, they're either at like a at a freaking baile or quinceañera and they all pull out a TV to watch the fight, gather yeah. together, or you know somebody somebody's household, somebody's backyard. Um, really, it's it's pretty funny. It's like a tradition now, really that we see in the Mexican households. Um, but really another thing I wanted to bring up um, in relation to what you just saw, which is relation to what you just brought up really Canelo. That's another thing too. I respect like he doesn't leave really want to leave it in the hands of the judges. And the reason for that, I think in my opinion is because he, he wants to be known as the greatest fighter and he doesn't want to have any haters really, you know, say like, Oh, the judges were on your side, you know, you're the bigger fighter. Of course, they're going to give you the decision, blah, blah, blah. So I think that's kind of in his mindset too. Like, you know what? Fuck this. 
Like I am gonna, I'm gonna put this in my hands, not in the judges, where people are gonna speculate whether I won this fight or not. Because I think he learned that from the Triple G fiasco that he had um, yeah. a few years ago. Yeah, I mean Adelaide Bird, another uh, questionable scorecard. It was one eighteen, one ten. Like those two fights were so close. I don't understand how you could say either fighter ran away with that. Yeah, I mean. It, I feel like he also does that because he knows he starts slow. Like he he'll give up three rounds, but once he figures you out, he's going to just start smoking. you. And I feel like, you know, depending on the judge, they'll probably give out more rounds than, you know, the fight is actually going. So it's just a lot of things, but that just shows you how great he is, bro. He's just going to take down whoever's in front of him. And, you know, so let me, let me ask you this then really quick. I mean, apologize. What what are your thoughts on the whole, Usman speculation. Obviously, he won a big fight too last night against Covington in the UFC. Um, and there's, you know, obviously, I, I'm not, I'm not a big fan. I don't think it should happen. But there's been some sort of rumblings of Usman and Canelo possibly, you know, fighting. I know Canelo's shot it down. Um, but what are your thoughts on it? Uh, I mean, all right. Look, if he, if he does, this, let's say the Triple G trilogy, I, it just depends. The money's gonna be there. I mean, he'll, he'll destroy Kamara Usman, but. If he wants a payday, I don't see why not. I mean, he did what he's what he said he was going to do, go undisputed. That's what he wanted to do. That's what he did. Depending on if he wants to do it again, I don't know. Because with, with a lot of these boxing federations, WBO, WBC, WBA, IBF, fucking all these fucking federations, ABCDEFG, bro, all these federations, they like to order fights. So... If Canelo goes up to 175, he gets one belt. I feel like one of those organizations are going to order him to fight back down at 168, and it's going to take him longer to go undisputed and light heavyweight. So maybe he's just like, you know what? I want to cash out, get that Usman money, knock him out, and then go back to work in the to go undisputed again. But I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't put it out of the realm of you know happening because – mcgregor mayweather happened i never thought that fucking fight was gonna happen and it did and somewhere down the road i honestly think we're gonna get mcgregor pacquiao at some point because they're under the same uh agency and you know they have that connection so maybe that'll happen but i i would never say never with uzman and canelo i know he turned it down but just depending on what happens these net the by this time next year Maybe they're announcing this fight happening, you know, early 2023 or late 2022. So I would never say never with these type of fights, these big money fights. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, I think right now, I don't think it's it's a very real shot of it happening. I feel like if Usman and, and Canelo a year from now are both, you know, doing great still and, and winning their fights next year. I think, you know, the conversation might get stronger and more interest be, might be there. But I don't know. Just personally thinking, I think Canelo's more of a true boxing traditionalist. Yeah. I don't think he's a big fan of fighting, you know, somebody that's not in the boxing world. Um, I don't think he's that type of guy. I mean, I don't care how much money he brings. Like, Canelo's always going to draw money and, attend, and, you know, an audience from the Mexican audience especially. So, I think yeah. he doesn't need that fight. I don't think he ever wants that fight. But like you said, I mean, we've seen crazier shit happen before. So, you just never know. Yeah, bro. I mean, especially with what's going on with boxing. I mean, you know, you got Jake Paul fighting. You got Darren Williams is going to fight Frank Gore. I, I don't know, bro. I'm just never going to say never with boxing and all that. So maybe we'll see it eventually. But those two in particular, nobody's challenging Usman. Nobody's challenging Canelo. And 
in their respected sports. No, there, there's no welterweight in the UFC that's going to beat Usman right now. And there's no super middleweight or light heavyweight or even middleweight if Canelo really wants to go down, which he already said he wouldn't. But like I said, never say never. Nobody's challenging either of those two. Maybe they're like, fuck it. But I agree with you. I mean, I could see, you know, he's more traditionalist. He wants to be known for a boxer and not, you know, fighting with all these weird ass people like Floyd Mayweather with McGregor and Logan Paul. So, I mean, yeah, I, I could see that happening. But I, like I said, I won't be surprised if one day that fucking fight happens. So, you know, we'll never know. But it's going to be a boring, you know, six, seven months for casual boxing fans that are waiting for a Canelo fight because it's not going to happen anytime soon. So, you know, got to wait till May, got to wait till June, somewhere around there. Oh, wait, we got the big, big we got the big fights in December. We got I'm the big saying fights in ca- December. Darren Williams, Frank Gore. <laughs> yeah, so I just said, but we have, I'm saying for casual fans, like, <laughs> like, let's say for like my girlfriend, Chris, like she likes, she loves Canelo. She loves watching Canelo because he knocks people out. Like she's going to be like, eh, you know, I'm not really interested in, there's a bunch of good fights this month. Don't get me wrong. This month and next month, there's actually pretty good fights. So, I mean, for like diehard boxing fans, yeah, for no doubt, there's gonna there's some upcoming events where it's gonna keep you, you know, intrigued. It's gonna keep you interested in the sport for the time being. But I mean, for casuals, they're gonna have a pretty long hiatus until this guy comes out of, you know, going on vacation and all that stuff. So, you know, I was just saying for the casuals, it's gonna be a long time before we see him back in the ring. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie to my audience. I mean, I'm I'm one of those casual fans. I mean, I don't really tune into the boxing like you do or Levi, for that matter. Um, I know only a few of these fighters. Um, and you know, you're right. I probably won't ever touch a boxing match until Canelo comes back out or any of these other big fighters that I know. I'm still waiting on Ryan Garcia to come out. Um, it's been a while since I've seen him fight. Um, I don't know what's the deal with him, but you know, I'm waiting on him to come out and I want to uh, check him out. It's been a minute. Don't don't get me started with the lightweights. Uh, no, I mean, Garcia was supposed to fight November 27th, then he broke his hand, so he's gonna be out until probably March, April. But um, you know, like, hey, that just brings me to that fight: Haney versus Jojo Diaz. That's gonna be a good fight in December. We still got Crawford. He's fighting mid November. Uh, Teofimo Lopez against Cambosis until the 27th. There's a bunch of fights, bro. I mean. I'm going to be breaking this shit down with some. I, I need somebody on here. I, I'm not going to like put that on you to watch all those fights. I mean, that's, you know, unless you're really interested, like like Ryan Garcia, I can see why you like him. I, I like him, too. It's just he's always ducking, bro. Like he can, you know, him and Oscar De La Hoya, And that that's his other problem. Oscar De La Hoya being his promoter. I mean, he needs to get out of Golden Boy because this motherfucker is still talking about fighting single than my week. And like, bro, get out of here. Nobody wants to see your old ass fight no more. Like. Keep it pushing, bro. Like, that's not happening no more. I don't want to see yeah. Mayweather De La Hoya too when they're fucking <laughs> in their mid-40s. Like, I'm good, bro. I don't want to <laughs> see that. I, I will say, um, I want to make this very clear. I I don't like Ryan Garcia. I don't like his persona. Um, I do respect his fighting. Um, yeah. But I agree with you. The reason why I want to watch him is because I want to see how he's doing. Like, really, I haven't seen him fight. He's been all taught. And I haven't seen yep. him fight for the longest. And I know he just said he broke his hand. Unfortunately, he's not able to fight this month. But, like, at the end of the day, like, this is why I want to see him. 
I want to see him to see what he's is he really going to back up his trash talk because he has yeah. been hiding behind the you know Golden Boys promotions and and all the selections of fights that he's trying to get himself into. So at the end of the day, he's a big draw for me just because I want to see him and and if he's willing to back up all the stuff he says. But yeah. that's I'm not a fan. Like I, I I'm not going to be out there rooting for him like I'm rooting for Canelo. Yeah, no, I mean that that that's tough to find a a fighter that you could be attached to like that that's that comes around so often but garcia's more he has potential and the fact that he trains with canelo and reynoso and all the canelo team like that's what intrigues me i saw him fight in, in january he you know he got knocked down he overcame that adversity that's what i wanted to see when he got knocked down it's like all right let's see what he's fucking made of he came back he won that fight he was supposed to fight in June, July, and then something happened with his mental health. And he never really specified. He took a long hiatus. He was supposed to fight this month, broke his hand. It's just, bro, like, he's always talking shit about Haney, about Tank, about Lopez. But it's like, bro, like, you've, I've never seen you try to push the, these fights like all these other dudes. And that's another thing, bro. Like, like I said, don't get me started. This is going to be like a fucking three-hour podcast, like, but all these promoters and all the politics that goes with it is so fucking stupid. Golden Boy, fucking Mayweather Promotions, top rank. They can never be on the same fucking page and get their big fighters to fight. You got Mayweather protecting Tank and he's all he's fighting is bums. You got fucking Bob Arum not wanting Teofimo Lopez to fight nobody. That's why Lopez left to, to, the, to the zone with uh, Eddie Hearn. Who knows if he's going to stay there, but it's just, bro, it's just ridiculous. Like all these fights that should be happening don't because either people are ducking each other and just talking shit just to talk or promoters and their stupid politics. And, you know, they don't want to get past fucking negotiating because they want it on their platform and this and that instead of looking out for the best interests of their fighter and old ass motherfuckers trying to fight while when they should be fucking retired and promoting their fights. Like, bro, it's, it's ridiculous. That's why Canelo is untouchable. Him and Fury, honestly, to me, are the most untouchable fighters right now. Nobody can fucking touch what they're doing, and they fight anybody. And, you know, I, I'm just excited to see those two fight. I know Fury is probably going to fight in March. And like I said, May, or Canelo and May. So I'm just, yeah, it's just, it's ridiculous with all these other lightweights junior welterweights welterweights all this bullshit bro crawford and spence that never happened and it's not gonna happen and it's just ganelo's really keeping boxing afloat honestly and this hiatus is gonna show bro nobody's gonna be fucking with boxing for six months i promise you yeah i mean i agree like fury and and canelo really are the two guys yeah i just related back to the college football i know it sounds corny but like in college football you know the the big the baddest teams the biggest teams the best teams really um like come from the sec and you know they end up playing against each other obviously they're the best teams um and even if they have one or two losses under their belt they're still very well respected because they're playing the harder teams whereas you know some small school who plays nobody really it goes undefeated. They don't get enough respect because they have been playing, you know, such shitty opponents. I related to Canelo Fury and these other fighters. Like, yeah, like Canelo's out there trying to beat the best and, you know, that he can find. And that, that you know, that that's why he's respected as one of the biggest fighters and the best fighters in the world. So such as Fury, whereas like Garcia and these other dudes and, and Tank, you know, they're, they're fighting such shitty opponents that really it does nothing for them. You know, yeah. yes, they keep winning, but like, 
you're not you're not really respecting him well enough because you're like, all right, well, he's not fighting a Garcia. He's not fighting a Tank. Like, you're, you're just dodging these guys. So, yeah, I agree. It's just a weird setup, the way they have it in boxing. And then we could always have this conversation. We I swear we have it every time we talk boxing. Mm. You know, it's just the, it's, the system is kind of fucked up in that matter where, you know, they need to just develop a system where the best fight the best all the time. And they don't rely on these promotions to, you know, give them the easy the easy fights. Well, that that to me, the the boxing federations have to step in like how they order some fights and don't order others. It's like what what is the process and what you guys are doing? Like, why are we ordering interim championships like Garcia, Jojo Diaz? I don't want to see that shit. It should have been Garcia versus Haney or Garcia versus Tank. It's like if the promoters can't do it, fine, fucking order those fights. But they don't want to either. It's like I honestly think like Mayweather, I, I know he has his connects in those fucking federations and all that. I just feel like he's protecting Davis. I don't feel like he thinks he's ready. And Tank, he's shown potential, but he hasn't really fought nobody. Like his best opponent in the last couple of years is Mario Barrios. And I mean, nobody really took him seriously at 140. It's just the problem is the the boxing you know wbo like i said all those corporations operate uh organizations all that they don't want to step in they want these guys to solve it themselves and i just don't get when is the right time to do it and when when is it not that's what that's the the one thing that's always confused me about boxing like they just never could figure it out and you know unless they're ever going to make one big boxing federation where everybody's under one umbrella it, it's never going to change and you know there's a that, there's a reason that's the reason why a bunch of these fights have never happened i mean i i can go on and on about a bunch of fights that should have happened and never have and never will and you know it, it's unfortunate and you know we'll see where, where boxing goes these next couple of months you ufc is about to take over especially with all these promotions they have coming up i mean they're about to take the crown back again yeah, I mean, I agree. Two points that really won. I just understand it really from a boxer's perspective. Like, if you keep beating these small opponents, like, yeah, that's fine. You get a little bit more respect. But, like, what happens if you if you end up, like, getting upset and lose one of these? Like, the amount of, like, hate and backlash you'll get for losing to a fighter that you should have beat is, you know, it outweighs you, you know, like, beating an easy fight or losing to a great fighter. So, like, I don't know. It's just, like, really, like, high risk low reward fighting these smaller opponents that you're expected to be which is i don't understand that in the boxing sense but number two really oh go ahead no i mean just on that point and then you can go ahead but i told you this before bro these boxers nowadays because they saw mayweather go 50 and no they want to go whatever and no they don't want to lose their oh that's why they're scared of fighting big competition and that's the issue with boxing now too a lot of these young young fighters don't want to lose their oh and it's like, bro, you just got to risk it. Like you said, if you lose to a bum, you're fucked. I mean, it's just plain and simple. You don't recover from that. Nobody's going to take you seriously. And the big fights aren't going to get made because they're like, oh, you lost to, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, bro, like he's he's a nobody and you lost to him. It's just like you said, low risk, low reward. And that that's why I feel like a lot of these fights don't happen. And, you know, they just want to protect their their record instead of, you know, going for the legacy fights which is what they should be doing and they don't i agree um you know i don't understand the whole boxing stuff with that but i can see why they would do that uh, but in terms of the ufc i love their system 
um, the way they have it. Covington lost to Usman um, a while back, but he had to earn his way back to get that shot, title shot. Um, and that's awesome. Like, I think the UFC has to set up right with their ranking system where you have to earn your stripes really to, to get up there and climb their ladder and, and earn a shot at a title. Um, so they're doing it right. This, this is why I feel like they have um, or will be taking over to combat sports um, and kind of overtake boxing in a sense. Uh, but one more thing I wanted to ask, and I don't know if you if you have the stats or not to this, um, is like obviously last night was very rare because you don't see the UFC pay-per-views and, like, a big main attraction like Canelo fight at the same night. Yeah. Um, I don't know who had the bigger draw, really. I'm curious to see it. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to probably find it at some point. But they who usually, had the bigger audience? They usually have those numbers in the middle of the week. So I couldn't tell. Let me see. I can look at it. I don't know. I don't I don't think they'll have those numbers until, like, Wednesday or Thursday. But, okay. Um, yeah, I mean – that, to go back to how you were saying how everybody was watching that, I mean, even Dana White was watching the Canelo fight in the U when he was the UFC fights were going on. I don't know if you saw that picture. That yeah, he I was, did. Like he, he was watching the him. fight. Yeah, I mean, it's that. That's how it just shows you how big he is and just all over the world, not even just in the fighting sports. So I don't know. I, I don't know if you have anything else, but I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much. Yeah, one more thing that. I wanted to ask you, really. This is kind of just a, a fantasy thing. Yeah. Um, and what we could wrap it up here is I want to ask you, so Prime Canelo, obviously, is he, would you say he's in, in his prime right now? Yeah, of course. Do you think if he has a rematch against Mayweather in his prime, who do you think would win that fight? And in his prime, not right now, not in his age, like Can- back when Mayweather was Mayweather. Canelo. And honestly, you think Canelo I- would beat him in his prime? I honestly think so because he has the defensive game plan now to where, you know, Mayweather would take advantage of him because he was young. That, that was the thing about Mayweather. He fought him at the perfect time, 22 years old. That was really his burst, his biggest fight at that time. So, you know, nowadays, no, there, there's no shot. That running shit don't work with, with Canelo. Mayweather, he has that shoulder roll. He has all that, but. No, I, I, I don't think Mayweather has a shot, to be honest. And that's just okay, my yeah, opinion. That's, that's just my opinion. Yeah, that's what I would kind of – I'm kind of like on the fence. Obviously, I'm a big Canelo guy. I would probably pick him on have the edge because really, like you said, he has a defensive game plan like he didn't have before when he fought him the first time. Yeah. And I think Canelo's really matured and kind of grown from that experience because that is his only loss. And I think the punching power is still there in Canelo, I think. With his defensive game plan and his tactics, he can bring in a lot more power to his shots. Yep. To Mayweather and I don't know, I don't know, but Mayweather is such a good defender though. Like he, he knows how to dodge. But, but you fight, have to so. think though, like Mayweather, he got he won on split decision. Like he, I, that like I said, he has the game plan. He likes to run, but we've seen we've seen what Canelo does with these with these fighters now. Like okay, I'll roll with your punches. Like he'll take the punch. But he'll roll with this so he doesn't get hit. It doesn't affect him as much as it did that fight. When was it? 2014, 2015. Like, no, brother. There's no shot. No shot. Mayweather would, would go down in that fight. I honestly believe that. Because yeah, Mayweather, his hands are brittle. Like, he's not knocking nobody out. Like, he knocked Ma- yeah. McGregor out because, you know, McGregor doesn't know how to box. Like, let's just be real. He didn't know yeah. how to box. So that's why he took advantage of it. But. When when did you ever see Mayweather knock somebody clean out? I mean, that was Victor Ortiz in that controversial headbutt. Protect yourself at all time when Ortiz was trying to hug him and kiss him and all that. But 
Mayweather hasn't knocked anybody out like that since his early 20s. Like, it's just no way. Canelo would smoke Mayweather right now. But prime on prime, nah, there's, there's no shot. Young Mayweather, I would give him a shot. Young Mayweather, I think young Mayweather would beat him when he was uh, pretty boy Floyd, not Money Mayweather. Money Mayweather has no shot. Okay, good point, good point. Yeah, I'm just very curious. I wanted to kind of hear from a diehard boxing fan, really, um, what their opinion is, you know, bias yeah. aside. I'm going to probably ask a few others, kind of take a poll on this because um, it's a lot closer than people think. Obviously, there's a lot of Mayweather fans out there on Twitter. Um, they would still stick by Mayweather, which is understandable. I don't think they're mm-hmm. crazy to say that, but um, it's just kind of like a weird, you know, Canelo's the beast, you know, and by all means, he could make it a fight and, Mayweather's no bitch either. So just yeah. wanted to kind of curious to hear your opinion there. But I don't know if there's anything else you want to add. That was just really my big talking points for this one. No, I mean, that's it. You know, the greatest Mexican fighter of all time. I mean, uh, Victor said it in his tweet. You know, tell all your drunk uncles and dads. I mean, there's no Julio Cesar chat. Nah, it's over, bro. The first undisputed Mexican champion ever. He's the GOAT of all the Mexicanos in boxing. There's no... That that's just me. I don't know if you feel the same. Maybe you're a Cesar Chavez fan, bigger than you are a Canelo fan. But sure. I I, I, just, no, I just think Canelo's he just put himself over the edge, and now he's in the conversation of an all time great. Yeah, I mean, no, I agree. Um, obviously, you know, we were we were growing more with 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 Canelo than we were with Chavez. But at the end of the day, they're both very respectable fighters, and I yep. I kind of will give Canelo the edge just because of the dominance that he's bringing um, and stuff like that. Um, and I don't know. I, I, I would agree. He's probably the greatest Mexican fighter we've ever seen. And, hey, we'll, we'll see him sometime next year. So I don't know if you got anything else to say, Julian, but that's it. Circle so your calendars for Cinco de Mayo weekend, boys, because he's probably yep. going to fight some scrub. Um, he's probably the, Let me take that back. He's not going to fight a scrub. The fighter he's going to fight is going to be champion and a very accomplished fighter who – who he's gonna is make very well respected like in the scrub. boxing world. He's just gonna make him look like <laughs> yep. a scrub. Exactly. Um, when he fights him, so. Yep. Yeah, bro. That's it. We witness greatness, and like I keep saying, bro, respect it. Whether you hate him or not, respect it. It's it doesn't come around that often. So, with yep. that being said, y'all, subscribe to Sports Inferno. Follow our social medias. Stay safe. Stay blessed. Peace. Peace.